Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life or business is stuck in a rut, this is the show for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon is going to join me as we have a conversation with returning guest, Katie Bram. She was on our show in the past talking about Do It Scared Anyway and how she left ministry to start a Parents' Day Out program and expanded it to a multi-site business that also now includes a daycare. Well, if you've been following recent news here in the year 2020, you'll know that we've been racked with something called the coronavirus or COVID-19. It's put a lot of businesses in a stretch as uh, shelter-in-place orders have been made, um, reduction in the businesses you can provide and the services you can provide. A lot of businesses are struggling to make ends meet. And so we're going to talk with Katie to see what are some of the adjustments she has had to make during this time, this pandemic, uh, and the response to it. So, Sit back and relax, and chances are you're not driving anywhere right now if you're sheltering in place. So give us a listen and share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. But do it virtually with good social distancing. Here we go. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm excited. Fantastic, because that's the way we want you to be. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, so excited. We have one of my favorite people in the world, Katie Bram on, and I know we had her on before and people just loved her story. And so I couldn't wait to get her back on to give us a little update as to where she's at right now. Nice. Katie, how are you? Oh, good morning, guys. How are y'all? I'm great. I've got my coffee here. Men I know, so things are good. Nice. And we've known you for years through uh, church and just staying in touch. And then, of course, your husband, Scott, has been a good friend of ours for many, many years. So glad to have you on again and get this update from you. Brandon, take it away. And, of course, you know me. I'll stay here and I'll lurk in the background and I'll chime in from time to time because that's how it works when I'm in a conversation. I, I know that uh, earlier when we were talking, Jerry had mentioned, you know, maybe somebody's listening to this two or three years from now. So you may have to study the history books to go back and look at what was going on in 2020 and the kind of craziness and all of that. Yeah. But uh, while and you would understand we, why every household has a two year supply <laughs> of toilet paper in it. Exactly. You can solve the great toilet paper crisis of 2020. One of the things that uh, we we had Kaney on a, f- a couple of years back and she was talking about opening her business and was in the very, very early stages of a couple of Mother's Day out and uh, considering a daycare. And now she's full-time into the daycare and uh, has two and they're thriving and just growing and doing really wonderful things. But then this virus hit. And people had to either stop going to work or businesses closed or for whatever reason, uh, they they couldn't keep their kids in daycare. They either had to bring them home or maybe financially, they just couldn't, couldn't keep going. So Kenya and I were talking the other day and I, I was just fascinated. We actually, to, to tell you a little secret about us that I would love for you to copy is once a week, her and her husband and another couple friends of ours, we Zoom a prayer meeting and uh, we just pray for each other, talk about kids' business 
life, whatever, and uh, pray for each other. And that's kind of our way of meeting and, and staying connected. But she was talking about her employees and the parents and the kids. And the unique thing about Kaney, and this isn't just a cheerleading session from Kaney, but she is pretty awesome. So you'll, you'll agree when you hear her whole story, but she deeply cares about her employees and the parents and the kids. It, it's not really one or the other. She loves all three of them because she's been all three. She's been the single mom trying to find care for her child as she worked. And uh, so she understands all of those aspects, which makes her a really good daycare owner because she can identify with all of those aspects. So Kaney, thank you for joining us. The main thing I wanted to kind of get a sense of from you was as a business owner, how navigating these new rules and times and uh, kind of aspects of life. Well, you know, it's not even that. It's your own household and your own children. I mean, it's everything. And, you know, um, it, there's so many. I, someone asked me the other day, how are you doing? I said, I feel like there are so many winds and little tornadoes blowing all around. And I'm just <laughs> trying to kind of keep it all straight in my head on who's doing what. And what are we doing now? Because we have had to cut hours at our our center. but. I mean, time's pulling you together and making you stronger, you know, and I, I, we're so united. We're so united in our focus of caring for the children we have and trying to put stuff out there through social media as well for our children that aren't there. We, I found a cute little monkey meme. His arms are wide open and it says, we miss you this much. And we got it out there to, for parents to show to all our children that aren't able to be with us right now. And, the good thing is, you know, people are sad having to say they can't come to the center right now because, you know, non-essential workers um, are having to work from home and keep their children at home and find other solutions. So we've just been trying to encourage them and uh, help them with their tuition costs and figuring that out, you know, but at the same time, you're trying to stay open because we are a <laughs> private pay center. So, you know, it's, thank God we live in a country where we've got some stimulus things happening and for small businesses. And so we're able to take advantage of those things, but you know, it's tough. I kind of, and you know, I'm going to be real honest, <laughs> but last night, my 18 year old, she's all talking to mother and they want to make masks together and do it. And I said, sweetheart, as beautiful as that is, no, we cannot <laughs> do that right now, you know? And she's upset. And I said, look, I miss my friends too. You see us mm -hmm. zooming on Wednesday nights with our <laughs> friends and, I said, but if we want to, you are living in a part of what's going to be history that you just don't even understand the magnitude right now of, of yep. what you're experiencing. And so, you know, we had our little moment and everything and she's, I'm sorry, mom. I'm just, you know, so everybody's just stressed and right. missing their lives. I said, look, the sooner we do what they're telling us to do, we can get back to to our lives. So just, you know, we just hugged her and it's just tough, you know, but it's just hard. Cause we got to take those temperatures every morning and that's getting like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like, oh. but we're so happy to do it. And I know it's kind of making everybody feel a little better. And 
it makes your day a little bit longer because you've added things like temperature yes. and, you know, just different things that, that help. you're, you're not as concerned about complying as you are keeping the kids safe and keeping your workers safe and you safe. Because like you said, you also have a family to come home to and, 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 kids and Mm -hmm. so you need to make sure you're doing the right thing too that's right and I had to get you know my daughter to understand that too you know uh that look this is we kind of have an extra level of responsibility on us you know yes we're around all these children and parents are essential working parents whose children were watching you know still able to to have at the centers, you know, we're reassuring them that the staff were all following, you know, the health and safety guidelines that have been administered and following what the city's telling us to do. And so it's very much a strange new kind of normal. We're all having to kind of settle into for a little while because we don't know how long this is going to go, but parents know is where the children that can be there. And even for families who are still choosing to keep, you know, their children home because they're able to work from home. And that's such a blessing that we're doing everything we can to stay open and still be here. They're calling and asking, how are y'all doing? (laughs) And that means so much. And so we're doing everything we can to keep our employees employed. As a business owner, what are, what are some of the things you've done with your employees? Because obviously your payroll was at a certain level and your income was at a certain level and those have all changed. So how have you tried to adjust that and keep your employees? You know, it's like everyone saying it's kind of like you're going one day at a time because you just feel like everything they're finding out we're learning is changing almost on an hour by hour basis. So I just have had to keep reassuring the staff that, look, we're taking this one week at a time. I'm doing everything I can as a business owner to apply for all the the uh, the PP, the payroll protection program that's out there and just everything that's being offered for small businesses. I feel like that's my duty. That's my responsibility to get out there so I can do everything I can for the employees and keep them employed. And so I've just kind of been navigating business wise, you know, with the number of withdrawals we have in relation to, you know, how will that affect payroll? And then not just going crazy saying, Oh, we got to cut everyone's hours in half, but let's really look at this. You know, thank God this is where you get to utilize the people that are on your payroll, like your bookkeeper <laughs> to be like, all right, let's put our heads together. And uh, that's been great. My bookkeeper Colleen's been amazing and helping me kind of let's just figure this out. And the staff's just been like, I'm just so happy to have a job and still be able to, to do what I love. And of course they're nervous and scared too. Everybody's, um, you know, they've got children at home and nobody wants to get sick and we're just all trying to be so careful. And so we've just kind of had to cut the hours, shift some classrooms around. But one thing I kept noticing with the grade school children needing to be at home and parents are like, I'm trying to work, but my first graders got this work and I'm just frustrated. (laughs) So thought, well, we've got the room and the space, you know, and I got in touch with my licensing uh, rep. And so um, if all goes well, we'll we'll be able to, you know, offer, because we're licensed through age 12, which I recommend anyone who opens a child care center, just go ahead and do that from the beginning because you just never know. And that way you can take siblings. Um, But we're able to take, you know, those kindergartens through fifth graders. Uh, One of the things you're trying to do is find other ways to not only help parents, but another way to help your center. And so you've been looking into this uh, 
aspect of people having first graders at home that need to do work, but they also need to work from home. So uh, what you've done is you've tried to open up a space for for grade school kids. Talk a little bit about that. Yes, sir. Because, you know, we've got the staff because even staff hours, we're still a little overstaffed. <laughs> and, you know, I met with my amazing preschool teacher, Miss Deborah, and at our other center, um, our director there was able to talk to Miss Erica. And so they were just, let's do it. You know, whatever we can do to help our families and our community, which shows our, just the heart of our staff. They're just so great. And so uh, we are keeping the number small, but in so far it's been our already enrolled families that, um, you know, have really been interested. So that's great, but it's just another way to help our essential working families keep working, which helps our economy and, help them not have to worry about their child and we can just kind of guide them in a system and let them have some fun still and be around other kids that can play, you know, and just still be children. That's so good because one of the things that of course our podcast is about, but also entrepreneurial mind kind of thinks of what's another aspect that I can change what I've been doing before. And obviously your intention is to help people and stuff, but it's also another revenue stream. Maybe we could create this that that helps keep us afloat and our employees and and of course uh, applying for all the resources that are available and and doing everything you can. Like you said, that's your responsibility as an owner is is you should pour everything you can into this business to make sure it stays afloat and eventually thrives and and you can grow and that kind of thing. But talk a little bit about uh, some of the fears or maybe aspects of the employees have come to you and talked to you about things they're just worried about, things they have questions about, and and how you've handled that. Well, first and foremost, it's been, you know, them potentially getting sick and taking it home to their children. So, you know, when you come through all this, because I told the girls the other day, I had um, a company, a sign company I had seen. One of my previous directors in the past had done this for the staff before. It says, heroes work here. So I had those signs put up at both centers. So when the staff would pull up, they would see it because I told the girls the other day, I said, never before in a time, I mean, to me, I've just been doing this a few years. Have I seen the importance of our profession? We are now, we are frontline essential workers, you know, we're on the front line. And so when all this started, I was like, okay, our staff's out there taking temperatures of people and, (laughs) you know, we're right out there in it. Like, you know, others are, you know, that work at our grocery stores and everything. And so, you know, how to keep them safe and just the procedures we're using to do that. Cause that by far, I feel like was their first concern. Of course, ours too, you know, how do we keep our staff safe? So we're just being, I mean, even if, you know, pizza gets delivered for a child's birthday party, we're wearing gloves when we touch the pizza box (laughs) and someone else has the serving gloves on, is taking the pizza out of the box and we go dispose of the pizza box, wash our hands, like everything. I've limited for the staff um, the amount of items that come in the center, you know, because children will come with just extra backpacks because they like to carry their backpack, but we've put a stop to all of that. Um, only what is required to be there and whatever can stay there. So it's not going back and forth and in and out of the center. And one thing we, we did for the staff with the temperature taking is, you know, we take the temperature of the whole family, 
that has arrived at drop off because if one of them has a fever, you know, well then that, ex- even if the, the child we're caring for doesn't, you know, I mean, hmm. that's common sense. So we won't let them in the center, you know, so we've had to, and they can't return without a, you know, non-contagious statement. So that by far for the staff. And then of course them being concerned about, you know, being laid off. So it's, uh, those, those are the top two, you know, by far. And so, I want them to see me working hard on their behalf. I want, right. I've been uh, meeting individually with each person. We also offered um, counseling sessions to pay for counseling sessions for them. If they feel like, you know, they just need someone to talk to because, you know, it's this very emotional time for everyone and just really just want to stay connected. And um, I'm sending them, you know, we updates and always talking to them and checking on them. My husband's been great going and checking on everybody too. And we've just, everybody's just done a great job pulling together and we're going to, we say, we're going to get through this and we're going to look back <laughs> and go, Oh my gosh, what was that? Right. <laughs> it was nuts. And we made it. <laughs> That's such a great uh, perspective as a business owner is you're responsible for these people and, and you should be communicating with them. I know we, I've, I've worked under people and, and I know people who think, well, the employees just do what I tell them to do. It's like, but these are real human beings. These yeah. are mothers and sisters and daughters and, and they have kids and husbands and they have, you know, a life and they want to know what you're thinking. And, and like you said, you, you need to project that leadership of, confidence and and maybe some of it you have to fake a little bit in order to kind of push through some stuff but they need to to know that you're going to communicate with them because then they can trust you i believe you're doing everything you possibly can or they don't know anything and they're like i don't know if she even cares if if right. get fired or whatever right. and and communication is key you know talking to your employees talking to your spouse, talking to your, uh, I know recently you were talking about talking to your uh, landlord about uh, rent and, and bills and all that kind of thing. Talk a little bit about how that went. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, <laughs> you know, my poor landlord, cause he's like, you know, he has a bunch of rental properties. So everybody's been calling him. So he's like, you know, where am I supposed to go? You know, who do I call to say I can't pay my bills, you know? Um, and he was one of the ones early on, cause he actually works at a bank that was able to tell me about the PPP, the payroll protection program. So I was very grateful for that. Um, so, you know, I just feel like, again, you just do everything you can to think of everything you owe and what might be out there to help us with this. It's going to help us, you know, be able to keep our employees uh, employed. But one thing I wanted to add about meeting with the staff. Well, first of all, it's a whole group of women, you know, so you can imagine, you know, we're just, <laughs> but everybody's been so strong and doing great. But I felt like it was super important to meet with them because they're very smart women and they have had some great ideas and input. And I just want to look in their eyes, you know, and I just want to make sure, yeah, you're telling me you're okay, but I want to really look at you, you know, make sure you're okay and give a hug and a prayer, but for their input. I mean, we've just just all way to operate a little bit and keep the kids safe and them still having fun and not feeling like they're normal has been rocked too much. I want to help the economy as well, you know, so as far as the landlords go and stuff, you know, we're just all kind of working together. 
together and I'm believing and praying I can still, you know, make my lease payment. Of course, my dream is I'm not going to be paying a lease anymore and own some buildings. <laughs> That's what I'm working <laughs> towards. But um, anyway, I hope that answers that, your question. That's a good attitude though. Focus on the future. You know, what, what happens when we come out of this? You know, we want to make investments. Right. We want to build the economy back. We want to build jobs back. And, and uh, of course, you and Scott's dream is to own multiple of these and franchise them out and all of that kind of thing. So that's still on the horizon. There's just a little bit of a new way of doing things right now. But uh, the great thing about you as a business owner is you understand this is temporary. You know, this is the current situation. Well, next year, there's going to be something different or in six months, there'll be something different. 10 years, there'll be something different. So learning how to adapt to that is very, very important. Yes. Yes, it is. I mean, you just, you know, you don't want to, don't let your gut, your mind go to the, the negative dark place, you know, keep your head in the word and your, your heart in the word and pray. And I just want to say something too, to all the parents out there that do have their child. Um, you know, enrolled at a child care center. And, you know, it's such a special relationship. There's just a level of trust there that I don't know if you have with anyone else, you know? Right. Um, I mean, it's just, I mean, trust is the, is what it's all about. Um, that, you know, the child care centers, I mean, we have just been trying to navigate through this as best we can. And that, you know, I think I can speak for most everyone, you know, out there that, we want to keep our doors open and just being patient with us as we're rearranging our tuition policies for y'all so that we can help families, but also help staff because, you know, nonprofit or something like that, but just be patient with us and know we, we want to be there for you and we're doing everything we can. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use cap show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. That really is key for people to understand that as a parent, we don't leave our kids with really anybody for that long of time. But when they're in daycare, and it's a necessity, and I understand that, you leave your kid with somebody for... 30 to 40 hours a week. And uh, so you need to be able to trust them and love them and and know that they love and, and, and care for your child as much as they do their own. And I know that especially about you because I've known you for so long, but I also know you try to hire people and train people and teach people that work for you, that, that, that child in front of you is the most important child in the world right now. And you really give them that ownership, which is important. Well, what would you say to somebody that, you know, maybe they had just opened a daycare or they just went to work for a daycare and their owner's not really uh, talking to them and communicating with them? How could they maybe take some of this information back to their uh, 
maybe it's just the director of their site or whatever and, and help kind of bring down some of that anxiety and worry. Yeah, because, you know, just because you own a business does not mean you feel like you're a, a great leader. You know, I mean, we all struggle with feeling like, am I making the right decisions? What am I, you know, am I really doing everything I should be doing? And I feel like whether you're the owner or an employee and you just feel like maybe communication hasn't been great, you know, that owner or director, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of fear, you know, and that can just override people sometimes. But you know, don't be afraid to approach them and talk to them and maybe um, offer some ideas or suggestions, you know, because out of this, I mean, leaders do rise out of trying times like this. And sometimes <laughs> it's the least likely person you think on your, your team, you know, oh, the quiet one, look at her go, you know, she's just shining right now. So to owners, don't be afraid to talk to your staff, you know, um, you probably will feel more encouraged and more empowered by doing that. Uh, so don't shy away from that, you know, reach out to any spiritual mentors you have, call your bank, just the worst thing you can do, you know, is put your head in the sand, which sometimes you just want to do. You just want to get in bed, pull the covers up over your head and to all this blows over, just reach out, ask for help everywhere. Just, you know, no shame. Just ask. All people can do is say no. You know, that's how I feel about it. Especially as a business owner, you you have to have that attitude. You can't be afraid to have those conversations. And and like you said, the worst they can say is no. You know, get away from me. That's Leave right. me alone. It's like okay, well, I at least had the conversation. And as a business owner, you need yeah. to communicate with the people you owe money to, and the people that work for you, and the people that depend on you. Hiding. And not giving information is very rarely the right course. You know, just right. be honest with them. I'm a mom. I'm a business owner. I'm a, I'm struggling too. And and I worry about my kids and I worry about my business. So I understand what these other parents that are dropping their kids off, you understand what they're going through. And, right. and they need to know that. Yeah. And offering like, um, you know, I would, I've been in, We've been sending our lesson plans to parents whose children are home. So they kind of got something, you know, we're trying to make videos of things we're doing at the center. Um, we're going to be getting more into that because I feel like these last two weeks have been us just helping to navigate, you know, the new way we're running the, the centers right now. So we just want to stay connected. You know, I know that's what everybody's trying to find ways of doing right now. So I would just say, you know, be thinking of ways to include the kids that are having to stay at home you know, into what you're doing at the center. And we made a really fun little snack dirt dessert because we've been learning about bugs and insects. So we put that on our page and tried this at home, you know, um, and just different things. You know, I called them all. Just been making phone calls to our parents, um, just trying to help make, help them because they're just so torn, you know, on sometimes pulling their child or not. What are we going to do? And we've just been trying to meet in the middle with, with families and help them and everyone, you know, God bless them. They're all like, we want to re-enroll as soon as we can. And that's wonderful. So I feel like, Oh, get ready when all this is over, it's going to be nuts. But, um, you know, main thing is, you know, and I've heard you say this pastor Brandon, but you know, just doing someone right. Even if you're a little worried for maybe the financial repercussions, but helping people doing what's right, you can never go wrong with that. I mean, God's going to bless you. He's going to, you know, so to worry all about the money. I mean, yes, you worry about it, 
but do take it one day at a time, one week at a time, because things are changing so much. But I woke up the other morning and it was just a great Bible verse. I feel like the Lord gave me. It's Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And whatever straight means, I believe, is his will for your life. And so, you know, God bless people that don't have faith to lean on or anything. I'm just, cause this is just, I'm just like, God, you knew this was coming. You know what this is and you're going to take care of us and we're going to get through it. <laughs> there you go. That's all we got. And that's, that's what everybody doing too. And you mm-hmm. just keep, keep kind of going down that path mm-hmm. and, and surround yourself with people that support you. Mm-hmm. You know, that one of the reasons we do the oh, prayer night yeah. with our friends is to just encourage each other, you know, Hey, we're having problems with our kids or financial or yes. physical or mental <laughs> or whatever it is, just a, you know, quick kind of encouragement once a week. And uh, it's funny, you were talking about things that, you know, your daughter can't do. And of course, Maddie's the same age as, as Lyra and, and they're both kind of struggling in that sense of not being social. But the first prayer meeting we had, y'all came over to our house and that was the only one we had in person. Cause the next week it was one of those, you should stay home. And then it became, yeah. you have to stay home. And so now we do it via zoom and, and find new ways to, to reach people and to talk to people. I love the communicating with the kids that can't come to the center right now. We have a good friend from our church that she runs a, uh, a homeschool thing too yeah. for kids and she's been doing daily videos because the kids love it. They get, they fall in love with the teacher and they want to see her and, and, and communicate with her and tell her what they're doing. So it becomes a really big aspect of their lives. Oh yeah. I had a, <clears throat> I mean, she's a good friend of mine, but her children have been at the center and she sent me a video of them last night pretending they were the teachers, you know, and the parents, you know, we have such amazing families at both of our centers. So, I mean, one, she just called me just crying, crying, crying. And, you know, they couldn't help it. You know, husband's hours were cut back. She's like, my daughter has been with, um, ah, (laughs) sorry. Um, Miss Megan, mother director, you know, since she was a baby, an infant, you know, and so, they didn't want to have to pull, but, and they're hoping, you know, to get to come back, but you know, everybody you do, you got to put your kids first, your family first mm-hmm. and do, and I'm like, God will take care of the centers right. and God will take care of our staff. So if there's other business owners out there or, or just parents that want to find out about a local, you know, really good daycare, what's the best way to get a hold of you or people a way for people to communicate oh, sure. with you if they um, just need some questions? You know, I know I'm part of, um, I'm not going to probably say the name right, but it's through the Texas Health and Human Services Commission that, um, you know, the child care licensing is under. Um, They started, it's called Frontline Child Care, if I'm saying it right. But it's now a way we've all completed a survey showing the available spots at our centers because there are so many essential worker families not able to find child care. So that, um, you know, you can just notify your, go online to Texas Health and Human Services Commission, and there should be on their website a way to find out about, you know, centers around you and how many spots they have available. And, you know, I'm always happy to talk to anyone, you know, Um, I'm trying to think the best way to get a hold of me, but I have a number. It's 361-271-0709. 
Um, and my email is Kaney Bram. It's K-A-I-N-E-E. And then Bram, B-R-A-M, as in Mary, C-S-R, for Cat Sam Robert, at gmail.com. I know that's not the military <laughs> words, probably. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, you just made Jerry cringe because he's like, well, that's not how this works. And that's so not hurt. how any of this works. It's, it's okay. It's well, okay. I'll be okay. I <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm trying to think the best way to so do that. So if they want to just drop by your house, what's your home address that they can just come by? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Give her a call. Send her an email. Give us a call. We'll we'll put the uh, the center's websites too. You can get there and and uh, contact Kaney. And, and Kaney also does uh, consulting. So if you're you're starting a business or you want to and you just want some advice, give her a call and and let her kind of give you some ideas of things that you could avoid. Because one of the great things about uh, life is sometimes we make a bunch of mistakes and we go, okay, now I need to tell everybody else, don't do it this way. This didn't work. So give her a call. And, and the reason, one of the reasons, I guess not the reason, but one of the reasons I love Kaney so much is she is always willing to help. She wants to see everybody else around her succeed and do well. And so if she has information, she wants to share it and she wants to see you do well. And, uh, so you you cannot go no. wrong by asking for help and skipping some of those little problems yes, or maybe right. big problems that um, and you know uh, she would have skipped in her first year or so if she could have selfish reason. I think that's one of my biggest joys is just walking into the classroom and just a teacher is just knocking it out of the park. I mean, just doing amazing science and math and. You know, we're big on play-based learning. Dear God, let the children be children. You know, we're not trying to get them in Harvard at the age of three, you know. Just let them learn through play, and her teachers get so creative, and I'm just so proud of everyone. And I, I asked if I could and thought about, if could I just read their first names? Would that be okay? Say a big thank you to Miss Mary, Kat, Amanda, Angelica, Kathy, Debbie, Melissa, Jess, Deborah, Lisa, Jordan, Erica, Alyssa, Deandra, Sarah S., Lori, Kelly, Sarah B., Mariah, Megan, and Ariel. We could not do what we do without you ladies. We love you. Well, that is a great way to to end this and uh, just encourage people. Oh, thank you. And like I said, Jerry will make sure all of that's in the show notes so uh, we can get y'all connected if uh, you need that resource. Thank you, Kaney. We uh, really appreciate you being on today. Thank y'all so much. Appreciate y'all and all you're doing. Now, if you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 217. There you'll find links to... Uh, Kaney's contact information as well as past the past episode where we interviewed Kaney and other encouraging episodes related to this COVID-19 pandemic. We're so glad you joined us this week and the best way you can support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a neighbor, a co-worker, or even that neighbor across the street, even though I already said neighbor, but that's okay. Just roll with it. It's, it's a free podcast. You get what you pay for. So with that said, until next week, go live life beyond the rut. Take care.
You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.